0: Uh, How much we know about God and His ways makes our actions... ...and encourage
1: you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your
0: host, Shannon Patterson. Hey, Porch Community, and welcome to episode 33 of the 167 podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson the lead pastor of the Porch Community Church, and I am here with not one, but two other pastors on our staff. Of course, our media pastor, Josh Harrell, is here, but then we've got our student and worship pastor, Justin Crenshaw. Hello, Justin. Hello, Josh. Hello. Hey, Shannon. Wow, it's a nice, (laughs) nice deep voices. How's it going, guys?
2: Pretty good. Good. Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. How's it going?
0: Uh, It's going. (laughs) Oh, man. It's such a thing. He, he does that every time. He does it every it, time. Um, so, what's happening? What's I, going on?
2: Uh, not much. Uh, watching a lot of Olympics. I don't know if you, if your household is big into Olympics, but mm. since we're a swimming household, it's kind yeah. of a thing.
0: Yeah, you had your swim crew up here um, watching on Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah,
2: we watched the first prelims. And, guys, the finals is what you see in, like, primetime, and it's pretty exciting. <laughs> it's the- you watch these prelims from like countries that aren't like Australia, USA and Great Britain and you go, I could beat them. <laughs> There's st- I don't I don't it's do that. So I, boring.
0: I don't look at the Olympic swimmers and think I can beat them. Maybe you do, but I don't. I don't know about you Justin. The, the prelims <laughs> the prelims
2: of the Olympics are just so like the swimming is so boring. It's like watching a normal meet that we go to and then you and then you go you see the primetime stuff and it's like a rock concert yeah. with it, with the way they bring all the swimmers in and all that stuff. Listen,
0: I did this. I, I recorded some yesterday cause I was flipping channels and Drew wasn't home from work yet. And I was like, Oh my goodness, he's got to see this. And it was mixed doubles table tennis between China and Japan,
2: I bet that was nuts. And
0: it is insane. It looks like it's like sped up three times. It's ridiculous because you have to do every other. So you have to like hit and then get out of the way of your partner. It's not like whoever it comes to, you get to hit it. Whoa! You have to um, go back and forth. It is crazy town. And China has like a bajillion gold medals of like. Let's say they've had 52 opportunities to win, and they had like 49. Japan beat them. It was really cool. Wow. So, it's like
3: that scene in Forrest Gump. It, it like, totally it, is like, like that. super sped it looks, up and stuff. It looks like that. The CGI ball. Yes, just,
0: yes. D- 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 yes. <laughs> it looks just like that. And I was telling Drew, I was like, if that had been, if they had allowed spectators, that place would have been going nuts. I mean, because it was, it was really crazy. So, yeah. Olympics. Have you been watching any Olympics, mm, Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, we were watching some last night before uh, Portal. We had Portal, Portal College Ministry on Monday nights. And, we just sort of turned the TV on. We're watching. People were just diving. It was this, this all this diving, the tandem yes. diving. Yes. Yeah. It's Sync- but it's synchronized, synchronized, synchronized diving. diving. Man, just amazing. Just complete, like, flawless. And and, and course, Justin's
0: watching like, it going, I can do that. Heck no. But <laughs> the
3: interesting thing was, like, you're watching them, and you can't tell the difference between one and the other. And yet, like, the judges are like, Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to take off yeah.
0: a – Two thousandths your toe of a was point. Not pointed. Yeah, your big toe was right. off to the right. left.
2: They they train on giant trampolines and then they jump into foam pits. Yeah. Because all the colleges have these big diving wells and everything. And while you're there for like camps and stuff, you mm-hmm. can see the divers working, and they're working on <clears> all their dives. They'll jump on the trampoline, get really high, and then they'll launch themselves into a foam pit with all their like uh, skills and everything that they yeah. do. Yeah. Speaking of cool. history, though, like skateboarding
3: is now a part of the olympics I and I've, I've been into that because you've got these these you, guys i think that, tony
0: hawk's one of the like uh yeah. commentators yeah I think. it's
3: been great like that's historic you know skateboarding in the in the you, summer olympics you know he's
2: like man if this was like 20 years
3: ago i could do it oh I mean, he could still do be, some, a lot of that stuff yeah. but just watching some of these guys that are some of the foreign skaters that, that americans don't know that's kind of you know from my childhood that's something i was interested in and and did and competed a little bit, but some of these, some, you know, like the, the kid from was it Japan? was Japan. There's this kid from Japan or Korea, yeah. just like Korea, I think. Korea, One of the everybody, yeah. it was amazing.
0: Yeah. So it's just when amazing. When
3: you think skaters, you think Korea. <laughs> you don't. You no. just don't. You no. think you think American, you think uh you think nothing some, else. some nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So. Some dude outside of a convenience store like or like go slurping. going across one of those yeah. the speed the speed bump things or whatever those yeah. are. I don't know what that is anyway.
2: Oh. Historic uh, Okay. the US basketball team lost for the first time since two
3: thousand four. Oh. Yeah, and they, there's no excuse. No, No they should not. They stayed
0: up late watching Space Jam 2, and they didn't get enough rest. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) I didn't even see it, so. Well, hey, um, Justin, of course, we love to always have you here, and I really look forward to um, not only today, but. When we get into our fall series, um, as we we're going to be talking about discipleship and what it means to be a disciple, we're definitely, you're going to jump back in and be a part of our discussions because it's going to be really good. But um, most especially, we said, please be a part of today's episode because we got something really cool coming up that we want to talk about. Um, so... It's six- Eight what? days. Eight days from today, it's a happening. What's going on? Did
3: you hear the, the groan in my voice? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I saw. No, it's a good groan. It's, it's a, a good, good groan. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind
0: of like when you know your like your your wife's about to have a baby, right? Like when Allison was about to have a baby, and you'd be like, Any day now. Okay, here yeah. we go. Really excited about this baby it gets coming. <laughs> amped up. Yeah.
3: No, it's a good every, this time every year. Um, yeah, Jesus's life weekend, which is uh, you know for those who don't know, it's our D now it's our you know we kind of rebranded it uh, last year um, just because Jesus's life just kind of came a theme it's, like what what yeah. better theme you know what I mean you can kind of go anywhere with it yeah um, and uh, so it's our D now weekend um, August sixth through the eighth and it's kind of become a thing just uh, you know I think at some point we decided to do my first D now um, as a student pastor. Um, here in Mm -hmm. this community was 2011 it
0: sure was
3: and you know you just everybody did a d now so i mean it was it just wasn't it was kind of what you did everybody Mm -hmm. you know d nows are popular with youth groups and stuff normally they happen in the spring but we were under a time crunch and we and i realized something that down here especially in south georgia Mm -hmm. football is king what (laughs) <laughs> and sports, no way. high school sport, right, right, right? Is that surprising? Which is
0: why we talk about Jesus being life. You know, sure. football can be the king of whatever football wants to be the king of down here, but Jesus is That's life. That's right. Yeah, it's, you're and right. And so we
3: did an experiment back then. We just said, let's let's do this at the very beginning of the school year. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Yep. And it just became, uh, God, God just moved, and mm-hmm. I don't know, um, you know, and as the years went on, it just kind of became more than an in-house retreat weekend for for students it just sort of became a a a something where we could truly reach families through their yeah through their through the students it's truly a community yeah it is and and we want it to be and 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 as we've gotten gone on the last few years you know the vision is the hope is to uh not only for it to be a community-wide thing which it's become that but also for um our community, our porch community, our mm-hmm, church, mm-hmm. to be strategically placed in, in, a, in a, put in a position where we can reach yep. families that don't have anywhere to call home, that aren't plugged in yep. anywhere, yep. or maybe they're looking, or maybe God's just, you know, they're just out there kind of saying, I don't really have any place to plug in. Maybe mm-hmm. this can be the place where, because we believe in what God's doing here, and so... Um, yeah. yeah. That's you know, gonna, it's
0: it's funny you were talking about how uh you know, we were kind of dealing with the whole football thing and yeah, cuz we want I mean, we have we have students who are part of like they're part of the the Georgia Bridgemen at Lounge High and we have I mean, that's a huge deal. And so you don't want those band kids not to be able to be a part. We've got a lot of players, we got a lot of cheerleaders. We just got people that are involved and so it's like if we want if we want to we don't want to leave out students, you know. So we did that. Well, let's you were like, "Hey, let's let's try the week before it all gets going." Yeah. And it's funny how sometimes in leadership, we just stumble into a great idea. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, cuz we've said this for a long time. It's yeah, the calendar tells us January 1st is the beginning of the new year, but we all know, I think we just kind of uh, attached ourselves to especially when you have kids that are in school, when you're in, living in that season of your life the year starts in August, you know, in, in many ways. And so there's this build of momentum that's going on in everyone's life of things, getting back, coming back. We're going to get, we've kind of been here and there and everywhere. Now we're getting back. We're going to reconnect and get in and go to school and do the things and all this stuff. And it's like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't we do that? So it was a very, very, uh, great decision that, that, uh, we came across and didn't know th- it at the th- time. <laughs> Experiment,
3: we willing to admit it if yeah. it didn't go right. But you know, my uh, kind of being, um, you know, having uh, in in the lives of some athletes and things, mm-hmm. we thought, okay, wouldn't it be great. And also just knowing the, the flow of student ministry through the years of seeing, just kind of see the ebbs and flows, and like when when the time is right to do certain things and not do certain things. Yes. And I thought, let's try it right before football. said, so right at the beginning of the school year. I know that's hectic, but what a better way to start the school year. And then and the other part was is that if you can get a student or two or three or, or many and families plugged in at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, then you that you can ride that momentum all that year is, long.
0: That is so true.
3: And get instead of getting them plugged in in March when in April when mm-hmm. normal D-Nows are taking place, mm-hmm. let's do one at the beginning and see if we it's can. Been- it's
0: been great. And I think, you know, I guess kind of you think about on a on a scheduling, you know, PR kind of side of it, you go, this is a really good time. But the spiritual mm-hmm. uh, ramifications, in a good way, <laughs> that come from a Jesus's Life Weekend is really immeasurable. I mean, we can see some of the fruit now, but there's some that we just won't know. I mean, and I and I'm talking generationally. Yeah. Agree. That that could make a difference because a student says, "Okay, this this God thing's real. Yeah. I'm going to I'm actually going to commit myself like I've committed to a whole lot of other things. I'm going to commit to following Jesus." And and then they in some cases, many cases, they they influence their families, their parents. Yeah. Um and then you see the parents start to get do the same thing. I mean, so yeah, it's great for the calendar and great to ride that wave. But the the spiritual aspect of it is the whole. I mean, obviously it's the it's the whole reason for For sure. It all. And we
3: have seen some really neat things happen on these weekends, just mind blowing. And yeah, we we've come to expect that we're expecting yeah, that God yeah, wants.
0: yeah. The bar has been raised. We don't know what God's
3: going to do. We just know He's going to do something.
0: Hey, can I um can I give you both a little PTSD? No. Okay, well, I'm going to. Okay. So one year ago, like right now, we, you that we made the decision for a, well, one, we weren't sure if we were going to have a Jesus's Life weekend. Yep. And then we were like, no, we are. And then it was like, okay, and we're going to do it outside. <laughs> so one year ago today, you guys were hustling.
2: That was a... F- <laughs>
0: It was amazingly awesome.
3: Uh, it was. And but I, and I really think hot. Josh, when 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 we pulled the trigger, Josh is like a we looked at each other and we go. Okay, ready break. We're gone. <laughs> it yeah. And it, 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 what you do is you, you just put your head down and you do as much as you can and as, as little time as you can. Uh-huh. And you say, God, you you're gonna do it and it's gonna be good, but we need help. We need some that, major, major help. It
2: that was, was That fantastic. was like a whole level of trust that me and you had last year. It was like, all right, we're going to do it. You go do your thing. I'll do mine. We'll meet. We'll, we'll meet, meet in when, the middle. We'll meet when it starts. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was fantastic. It really, it was hot, but it was really good. For what we could work with, mm-hmm. it worked great. But yeah. I got to say. I'm kind of glad for some air conditioning this year, Justin. You want to give us a little details about the weekend overall?
3: Yeah. um, Well, it's obviously it's going to be a lot more normal, what we call normal, which would include (laughs) inside worship Mm -hmm. Friday and Saturday night, and obviously Sunday morning too. But um, we didn't do host homes last year, which is a big component of a a D-Now weekend. And uh, what that is is students by grade level. Uh, we'll stay in host homes uh, provided by members of our church or mm-hmm. people connected to us, families who are willing to open up their homes for a weekend and let uh, smelly teenagers
0: and <laughs> <laughs> nasty—they smell wonderful—teenagers
3: Yeah. Uh, teenagers that eat them out of <laughs> house and home stay in their in their homes for a weekend and, and sleeping bags. I'm and providing stuff, MREs so. for yeah, um, you are. the middle school boys. Yeah, are you are house. Oh, awesome.
0: I'm just buying a big like a crate yeah, of are. MREs. <laughs>
3: So the host homes is a big part and that's a big sacrifice obviously where it's a big it, when we ask a family to do that it's mm-hmm. it, it's a lot to consider and so it, it we we gently prayerfully ask mm-hmm. and, and and so so far so good we need a we need two or three more yeah um, to yeah. be to be comfortable i think and yeah Um, But I think we have got almost 250 kids signed up right now. I just checked
2: 249. 249, right at 250. Yeah, Yeah. that is. and Carson's not signed up yet. So that's no, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) The youth pastor's kid is not signed up. The other
3: two are. Yeah, I'm not. not, Colby
0: probably signed herself up. So did. (laughs) So did Cam. I'm not
3: getting. I'm gonna get a spot. (laughs)
0: That's right. (laughs)
3: That's right. Not gonna be left out of this. They said the spots would go quickly. (laughs) So. The, uh, so the host homes maybe are back Carson will show up this year. For those who are listening, uh, it, that's been a, a question. The yep. host homes are back. We are, we are having host that. homes. Yeah, yep. And um, it,
0: they are phenomenal. They are. And you talk to people who've done host homes, and um, I hear it all the time, um, how wonderful it was. And, and then the comments I often hear from people is, uh, you probably hear this too, Justin, is, wow, these kids, wow, the questions they're asking. Um, for many of them, you know, the depth of, of their relationship with God is inspiring. Mm. And mm. so I think that's really, really cool. And it also creates, in those same groups, you might have the the handful of students who are like, they're leaning in. I mean, they, they're they pressing into God. They're, they're pursuing them hard. And then you'll have another group of those, you know, five or six of those kids in that same group, and they're like, what's... What's going on here? Like this yeah. is this is legitimate. Yeah. yeah, like this isn't a show. Yeah, like you're not faking it, no and doubt. it's it's contagious.
3: Yeah, it so. is. Well, and and we missed that last year. As, as great as last year yeah. was, we really and we still did the breakout groups, but mm-hmm. it was kind of on the fly. It's and a little different. Yeah. Out in the grass and yeah. in their tents and in this Heat. lobby hallway here <laughs> and in this.
0: Cars honking and, and cars honking me and me screaming on the intercom. Yeah. All right, Johnny yeah. Smith, your mom's here to pick you yeah. up. You know, and yeah. some the social distance police. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting yeah. everybody. He pointed at me, by the way, if you, you know. weren't messing.
3: Well, Tinley's not Pull here. Pull your mask so. up. Timley, I Ward was our <laughs> other uh, police woman. Y'all y'all need to spread y'all need out. out. Y'all need to spread
1: out.
2: Well I mean, guys, we were probably this was probably the first event in the state at that point. Right. it was not Church in Valdosta. It was probably the biggest event that had happened in the state since COVID. Well, and started. I like
3: to make a point about that. We we say it, we knew it's risky, but if we do it right, it was worth, worth the, the risk. risk. We thought we felt like it was worth and spiritually. It was. it was worth the risk, mm-hmm. and it was. Mm-hmm. It ended up being something that got really moved. And and of course, every year, you know, there'll be several kids, many kids that that their parents sign them up, um, <clears> based on something they saw on social media, and they come and you know, yep. the kid. God just transforms their life right then and there, and um, I love that they come and they think they're coming to a fun weekend, which is lots of fun, all all kinds of. We like to have fun around here, mm-hmm. but yeah. man, the the we just we just felt like we we want to make sure that the depth mm-hmm. is there and the you know they get presented the gospel. Yeah. This is not just a fun weekend. They come have great times. That was awesome.
0: So you have, um, you usually write the curriculum, the the, the breakout times um, for the students to talk about. Um, where do you, where are we kind of going? Um,
3: well, Kelly Barkle and I, mm-hmm. Kelly is our speaker again this year. And, and if those of you who don't know Kelly, he's a trusted friend, uh, yes. a trusted communicator and of the world. You will gospel. not fall asleep. No, you're not fall And that's the thing is like, D now speakers are hard to find. You mm-hmm. got to, re- and for me, I'm so.
0: Pro- We're pick, yeah, so picky. particular. Yeah. We're
3: all so pick, like, these are our kids. You like, want
0: depth, you want energy. Right. Mm-hmm. You want, you know, it's not just a comedy show. You know,
3: And no offense to anyone out there, but I've seen some bad ones before. Oh, oh I've seen. Oh, yeah. I've got, and it yeah. will kill a weekend. Yeah, It will kill a weekend. Yes, and, it and, will. And, and, you know, of course, we had my friend Day Oni last year, mm-hmm. and Adey really um, was was awesome. We'll have him back at some point. But yes. Kelly is a trusted friend, mm-hmm. and we know what we're getting from him. We're going to get the gospel unfiltered, oh, yes. mm-hmm. and it'll be to the point, and, and, peop- and he'll... You know, present the challenge for people to respond, and we want that. We want Amen. kids to respond. So. That's
0: right. That's right.
3: So we don't. I, I can't give it away. Okay. Yet, yeah. Just uh, yeah. yet. We're we're still. Um, yeah. Thinking and talking and praying yeah. and
2: we'll see where it goes.
0: I like that. I like that. So, the gospel. The that's gospel, where we're going. That's where we're going. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so um, how can students get involved in Jesus Life Weekend? What, where, where where can they sign up? What do they need? All that good stuff.
3: Well. You can sign up. The, the easiest way to do that would be to go on um, Instagram, my Instagram, the, the STIR Youth Instagram pages. All, both the links are in the bios there. Uh, we'll post them <clears> even <throat> on our stories mm-hmm. you know, periodically, hey, you go sign up. You can find it anywhere on Facebook. If you come to the, the Porch Community Church's Facebook page, you can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, we will, we'll post a link every few days every or so few days, yeah. so yep. that people can, can see it again. Um, but really, um, it's, it'll be pretty easy to find on all the, our social media platforms or at theportcc.com.
2: You
1: can yep. go
3: there as well if, uh, if all else fails.
2: So. Yeah. And then um, this podcast is listened to by a lot of people that attend our church, and you have a specific need of a certain type of volunteer that our podcast audience might fit perfect for. Urinal
0: cake replacement people. Is that, is that the need? No, and oh, I would not okay. sign up for that. Bob <laughs>
2: Moonwood, Bob Moon would, Bob Moon would. <laughs> he would. God my, bless my that wife man. Probably would. She
0: would. It would be the two of them, just the it, two of them. No one else. I think that's who was the when <laughs> we did that survey. I think that's who clean toilets. <laughs> yeah, clean toilets. Toilet toilet. Yeah, sorry.
2: But, um, you're having a hard time finding drivers for these kids.
3: Yeah, drivers, uh, and and uh, of course with host homes and traveling to and from the host homes mm-hmm. and back to the church and so forth um there are a few times in the weekend that we need transport (laughs) transportation and Mm -hmm. um especially there's a lot of non-driving students obviously the majority of students Mm -hmm. are non-driving students so um if you're listening and you would like to help drive students um you can contact me shannon josh Mm -hmm. they'll get get you in touch with me we need drivers can
0: i i I would like to speak on behalf of the, I'm going to say even women, but probably some men too, but I know I, I speak for a group of women right now who we are probably in our pajamas by 6.30 at night if we don't have anything else going on. And we are ready to be done with the day. But I want to speak to those ladies <laughs> and gents and say, listen, parents, you, and maybe grandparents even, You've done some driving of your kids around in your time. You've done some driving. You've done the early mornings, you've done the before practices, after practices, the, the recitals, the, the dance, the band, the, all the things. You've done You've done travel ball, you've done the stuff. There is not a more important time for you to choose to not get in your PJs for just a couple of days and drive some kids. It might be late. It might be ten thirty o'clock. It might be ten thirty at night. Eleven on 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 one night. It might it might it might be early in the morning one day, but I can't think of a more important time to say, okay Lord, I'm gonna let you use my suburban this weekend, <laughs> and and uh, I'm gonna haul some kids to their to their host homes back to the church to these places because it is important uh, it and, is a and huge you'll be investment. glad you did yeah it,
3: it's what a blessing yeah. everybody that ever does this even like first time or we every year we have a first time host home here or there or first time volunteer mm-hmm. and they are floored at the end of the weekend they're just in tears going thank you for letting me help it's just even yeah. my little job of cleaning the yeah the the Area where we put the luggage for a little while, or
0: something you know, like we or, have a couple that's responsible for trash, yeah, yep, and they are they're yeah, yeah. They're all gonna, in, yeah, yeah they're all and, in. and they're gonna be here making sure the trash yeah. gets taken yeah. care of because <laughs> Jesus's
2: life weekend isn't just life changing for students, but it, it is. It's we were talking about it with VBS, uh, the volunteers are just as um touched by the spirit
0: because mm-hmm. of this weekend, and as, relationships as are as built, sometimes more, yeah.
2: sometimes
3: more, you know. I, you know, we, we. I took my high schoolers to New Orleans, and I always feel like that I'm getting more of the blessing personally than they are. And I know that's probably not true, but like in my from my perspective, I'm I'm kind of sometimes we're leaders. You're are being fly ministered on the to. Wall. yeah. When I'm being ministered to, even by our own kids, yeah. watching them share their testimony with a complete oh. stranger. <laughs> just I feel that like mm-hmm. I feel I receive a blessing. Of course, that's the way God works. Yep. When we pour ourselves out, God. You know, fills you back up up and, you know, you get so much more than you bargain for. For sure.
0: For sure. So, yes, drivers, uh, we just if you get a car and uh, you're willing to uh, to drive some kids around for us, uh, we would love for you to sign up. And Josh, how could how could a driver someone who's like, okay, I can do this thing? So the
2: easiest way is to go to the same link for the students that they're signing up for D-NOW, and there is an option for driver. Okay. And there's a couple questions uh, that we need you to fill out for, s- like, some safety concerns. but of Also, for you to get your free T-shirt. Um, <laughs> well. Absolutely. <laughs> but that'll, that'll – um, when you fill that out, that'll send your information directly to Justin, and he'll reach out to you, and he'll get all the safety information that you need because not only do we want our children to be to and from this event, we just want them to be safe. To be safe. Of course. So um, – if, if this is you, go to the links for signing up for D-NOW, click it's driver. You. It's you, I promise. It, it yes. is. <laughs> if, if you don't have an S10, it's you. It's you. Uh, sign up on the link, and uh, we'll we'll get you plugged in with the group that uh, you'll be driving. And then also, I had an also.
1: hmm
0: Oh, well. Doo. Also. Well, so, so Jesus' life starts on Friday, August 6th. Yep. And it concludes... On Sunday, August eighth, with we've been doing one worship service, and we'll. Uh, but starting August eighth, or just for August eighth, we will have three worship services that day. Uh, what times are those, Justin?
3: Eight a.m.
0: Cocktail doo. Nine, yep. nine thirty yep. and eleven. Eight,
3: nine thirty, and eleven.
0: That's right. That's right. We're broken so. up
3: by grade levels, and we'll we'll more info coming. on. Yeah.
0: That. So um, it's going to be a great opportunity. So for those of you who are. You don't have a kid in, in uh, that that we're going to be a part of that weekend or whatever. Our, our porch community is going to have a chance to experience a little bit of what that weekend is about. Um, and then on August 15th, we go back to two services. Yeah, we do. nine thirty and 11. So. Um, well, yes. So Jesus' life, it's going to be fantastic. It's true. And we're going to see it uh, happen it is true, that weekend. True. That's right. So the big conversation today, and Justin, I'm glad you're going to stick around. Um, and I don't think I put a name to this person, but I'm going to today okay. because it's de- it's one of our students actually so but during vacation Bible school, I had this really great conversation with Lily Respis who is a phenomenal human being and uh, she just had these these questions of you know and she's she's wanting to minister to people and she's just a learner she wants to know she's, She's leaning in for sure, and one of the questions that she asked was, um, "Are all sins equal?" And I don't n- think necessarily it was her question. I think that she's got she was posing questions to me that sh- have been asked of her, and she kind of wants to know how to answer them. So, oh, that's so, a,
2: yeah. I mean, that's one of those questions that it, every
0: it pop, comes up, yeah. yeah.
2: And since we're doing a long since we're doing a podcast, it's obviously not just a yes or a no.
0: <laughs> I mean it could be really short. We did talk for a while about Jesus' life. We could just be like, and the answer is and then be done and just go. But no. So are all sins equal? Um let me start let me start with this. Um growing up, because you both grew up in the church, churched yep. guys, mm-hmm. how would you have answered that question in your teen years? Yes. Yes or no? Yes. Yes, all sins are equal?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We're told all sins are equal, but in my mind, I felt there's no way. There's okay. no way I can the, a lie and then go in, and kill somebody or the same. Mm, right? That's so right. So in my mind, there was a there was a tug yeah. of war going on, right? Yeah. I'm told that all sin is equal mm-hmm. in God's eyes. That's what we're told. Um, and there's some, I'm sure there's some scriptural backing to that. But in my mind, I just felt like, man, there's no way I'm... Yeah telling a lie is as bad as that guy going yeah. doing that or whatever. You right. know, the comparison thing happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, growing up Catholic, um, all sins are sins, and and but there's also levels of sins and different sins, but boy, how do you better run to the priest and make sure that those are and taken care of? And there's some unforgivable sins mm-hmm. apparently, yes. right? Too? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So um, first let's establish a definition of sin. Okay, let's do that. Um, and you guys can, this is just... I wrote this. It's sin would be any thought or action that falls short of God's will. Uh, God is perfect. And anything we do that falls short of his perfection is sin. Oof. Okay. So in that regard, Josh, Oof. yes, yes. All sins, like anything.
1: Yeah.
0: Lying, yep. murder, you know? Um. Now the term it's that we that use people
2: always pick Yeah, lot, the extremes. Yeah. Lying right. is not as heavy as murder. <laughs> you know, <what>? that's <laughs> yeah. where they go. Yep. It's always the yep. two.
0: Well, you know. Um, So, now, the term that we use in our language, uh, or in the even original language for sin, was a term that they used in archery, uh, which was this term for missing the mark, missing the target, missing that that perfection that is God. Um, And so, the Christian definition of sin is to purposely disobey the rules of God. And you can uh, go to 1 John chapter 3 and and see that and, and, and read that. So... It's been said all sins are equal in God's sight. Is this true? My first answer to that would be yes and no. (laughs) Because this is a big question. And there's a nuance to the response, which, you know, Justin, I think you were saying is like there was something in the back of your head going, "Um, I wonder, like, where, what, there's got to be some, there's more to this. There's more to this. Um, So, obviously there's a sense in which all sins are equal in God's sight. All sins are sin. I mean, they're all sin. They all damage our relationship with God and they usually damage our relationship with other people to some extent. Uh, I mean, Romans three twenty three. you know, we've all sinned and fallen short of this glory. Um, listen to what Jesus's brother, James wrote in James chapter two, verse 10. He said for the person, I mean, this is kind of like, Oh, well, dang. For the person who keeps all the laws except one is as guilty as a person who has broken all of God's laws. Mm -hmm. And then you just go, well, shoot, Mm -hmm. what am I going to do there? So James's point is that individual sins cannot be isolated. You can't just pluck it out, you know. So the Bible's commandments are interconnected as a whole, and they reflect God's character. So like anything grieves God. Any sin grieves God and it's like this rebellion against God but let's go back to the original question do all sins do equal damage to our relationship with God do all sins fall to the same depths and let me ask this one before you <laughs> respond do all <laughs> sins do all sins miss the mark by the same degree if you're thinking of that target mm. guys
3: I, I think to me you you touched on this I think it when we start talking plucking out individual sins mm-hmm. i think we're missing the point
1: mm-hmm. go to
3: the singular go to the root which is sin we are born into sin yep so our very nature is to rebel it's yep. not doing things that makes us sinful it's mm-hmm. it's i mean we're talking the curse of at we're talking about yep. adam yep. right we're talking about way back so it's not what we do that necessarily that makes us Sinful. We are sinful by nature. Yeah. We are. We are because we are mm-hmm. born in that sin
1: mm-hmm.
3: curse. Yeah. Under that curse. Under that rule. Then we. W- you know. You ever seen a two year old look his mother in the face <laughs> and say no? <laughs> I mean, there it is. Or
0: when you look at the two year old, you go. You tell them no, and you see like their hand like slightly go yeah. into whatever you told them yeah. no. <laughs> right. Aren't we born? Are I'm picturing we... Josh's daughter Adeline right now. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm in that. But what pops to my mind is the sin I have when I get too angry.
0: Oh well. Aren't we
2: born into?
3: Yeah. You know, to yeah. me, it's
2: like we're born into it. Yeah.
3: And no. it's not an
0: excuse
3: at all. And obviously, we you know, we can choose to obey. Mm-hmm. What God wants, mm-hmm. we can choose to deliberately disobey. Yes. But then again, there are some times where I I'll do something, I'll sin, and it's it, I go, oh my gosh, like I can't I believe uh, I just uh, did that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: It's uh, so Mm -hmm. do they do the all sins cause equal damage? Do they all fall to the same depths? Do they all miss the mark by the same degree? I would say absolutely not. And I think y'all agree there. So let's look at some scripture, okay? From Jesus' own mouth, we find that there are actually greater sins. And here's where in John chapter 19, um, Jesus said that the one who handed him over to Pilate, our buddy, Judas, (laughs) Judas, <laughs> was guilty of a greater sin than Pilate himself. Okay? So he's like, yeah, Pilate, you've kind of done the official business here, but Judas is the one that, that handed me over. So he uses the term greater sin. Um, the Bible, yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
2: because Pilate's was, his big was like indifference.
0: Yeah, his was what will make me most popular. Yeah. What will like, keep the people or from, what will keep me alive? Yeah, what will keep yeah. the Roman people from rebelling? Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Ultimately, he didn't care one way or the other. It just, no.
0: it just it was, was a whatever, PR.
3: Whatever Total. swung It's a way. sin of apathy. Yeah, really, oh. just kind of like going, you know what? Like oh, that. Man. Like the lukewarm. That hurts
0: when you say that. Like the yep. lukewarm
2: that Jesus talks
3: about. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So um, in Scripture, it routinely, we can, and I'm going to pull out some, we're going to mention several, and actually the book of Matthew has quite a few, um, which I've just never, I guess I'd never really stopped and, and would have put these in these category until I started doing research for this. But um, there are degrees of punishment that we see in Scripture for, for sins, and there's degrees of reward for, for righteousness as well. Um, so if, if all sins were equal then why would god have set up some old testament sins to be punishable by death but then other others were just punishable by paying a fine so even in the old testament we see there's a difference in what you are to do with your sin if you if you repent if you want to come before god and make it right
3: and some of that was law driven, of course. Oh well, yes, yeah, yes. And, and that, but you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. the, I, I, we're doing a a, st- a study on David mm-hmm. on the life of David in our portal group, and this is a great time to mention this because one of the oh, um, yeah. one of good. the taglines of of this whole series it's actually based on a Chuck Swindoll uh, book oh, that we yeah. read years ago mm-hmm. on David's life, and the whole. I hope I don't get in trouble saying it. Can I say Chuck Swindoll's name? Yeah. Love him. I just swindle. It, Okay. I thought it was
2: always pronounced Swindle, yeah. so Swindle.
0: <laughs> you don't want to be a, a potato, patata. You I mean, don't want to be a no, no, in, no. The, in the I, pastor world. and be as Swindle. swindle. <laughs> <laughs> was, so, that was a joke. But I mean, he, he I'm going to change one my one last name to Dollar, though, like Creflo.
3: <laughs> Creflo. <laughs> he says, uh, in reference to Second uh, Samuel 11 and 12, where David sins horribly, right? And we said, look, here we are. Putting a label on it. Yes. Right? Oh oh much Adultery, more horribly. Much more Was it
0: the one where he lied or where he sinned horribly? Yeah, He's, I know, right? Right. We put right. That, yeah. Okay.
3: So and then he, but he lied to, to cover <laughs> up the horrible <laughs> sin. A little <laughs> sin to cover up the big sin. You know, I mean, That's a white whatever. line, I think. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> obviously the confrontation with Nathan and all that stuff mm. where he Nathan confronts him and says, oh. You're 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 guilty king, you know, and David yep. rips his clothes and he repents. But you know, it says that one of the lines in there I love it says all sin comes prepackaged with a consequence. It's a prepackaged consequence. Every sin comes with it. And it's, it's like, like you go to
0: a vending machine. Sure. Like, <laughs> which <laughs> sin do I want? Oh, that's the consequence. But
3: like even before you commit like there there's something there's a consequence coming with that. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, if I go out and murder someone I'm not going to, but if I do, I'm going to spend the rest of my right life here in first first. <laughs> I'm I'm going to spend the rest of my <laughs> life spray. in prison. Yeah. Now God will forgive me. On the spot. Yes, he
0: will. There are a lot of forgiven people in prisons. God
3: will forgive me on the spot, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pay the price. Yep. Or on the earthly side of things, because I've broken mm-hmm. God's law and man's law. Mm-hmm. And with same with David, uh, when David did all that and he repented, God said, "Okay, I forgive you. I'm going to let you live." But your house will be dominated by the sword for this amount of years. Your, your family will uh, pay the price for this. Sin. And there were
0: probably days when David was like, mm, man, I'm still here. So, oh, in great. that sense,
3: all sin mm-hmm. is not It's equal. not equal. Right. It's
0: not equal. So, let's look at a couple of, I mean, thank you for sharing that. Sorry, and that's no, not at all. No, no, that's fantastic. But so, in the book of Matthew, here's a couple of places where we see Jesus making a distinction. Um, First and foremost, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 3, he makes a distinction between a speck in your eye or a plank. So he's saying there's different levels here. Like, there's just the little, like, oh, you shouldn't have gotten angry, and the, you know, the murder. Um, So in Matthew chapter 10, uh, Jesus says that the day of judgment will be more bearable for some sinners than for others. Ugh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In Matthew chapter 11, in uh, he says, again, more bearable on judgment. And he's talking about for the Gentiles. I love this. For the Gentiles who never saw Jesus, the judgment will be more bearable compared to the Jews who witnessed Jesus' miracles and rejected him anyway. Yeah, And so there, you see that there's this degree. There's this mm-hmm. difference. Um, and then in Matthew 23, Jesus pointed out <laughs> the Pharisees, who would take their water, and and he said, you'll strain out a gnat, but then you will go and swallow a camel. He's like, because of your religious laws and how you don't want to have anything impure, you will strain a gnat from your water, but then you go and swallow a camel in the way that you're living out your life.
3: Interesting enough, the only people that Jesus ever got mad at (laughs) were the Pharisees, Mm. right? The only visible anger we see in his life was against the, the people that were taking and distorting
0: God's, yes, God's law and God's word. that's very way. true. So. And, it's, and it's not just New Testament, though. In the Old Testament, um, when, when God's people re- uh, rebelled against him, he, he revealed the sins to uh, Ezekiel in three different stages. He, like, kept going, and then this, and then this. And in each stage, Israel's sins were, in, God, in the words of Scripture, more detestable. So you read that in Ezekiel chapter 8, that he would just he kept revealing, like, here's this stage of, of sins, and then here's something more detestable. Oh, and here's something even more detestable, that more than the previous one. And so from just these few examples, it's clear that some sins are more offensive to God than others. They're all sins. Well, let's, right. I want to be clear on that, yeah. but some are more uh, offensive than others. So um, all sins require forgiveness in the sense that they're all, it's all missing mark of God's perfection, but all sins require like the depth of forgiveness in the sense that they're not the same or the, the depth of, I don't know if I like that term, the depth of forgiveness, because I think the forgiveness covers it all, the depth of the action and what that forgiveness requires. Mm So, um, so sins vary, um. Greatly. And you think about that in regard to, you kind of touch on this, in regard to, like, motivation and result, like that prepackaged idea. Um, if all sins were considered equal, would we, we've already po- talked about this, would we really believe it's just to live in a world where parking illegally and killing somebody are equal crimes? No. They both, uh, they break man's laws. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know, I kind of want to debate, does parking illegally break God's law? But yes, ultimately it does, because it, it's... Because it's yes. the rule of the... Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I know. All sin does damage, but not all sin does the same degree of damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I have I have here three things I want to mention, and I'd love to hear you guys um, speak to these. Like, some what makes some sins more serious? And there's three things I wanted to offer, and if you have more, that's great. Um but the first is uh, how much we know about God and His ways makes ha- ha- our actions like we're accountable to that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that ultimately determines because like until we know the forgiveness of God, all sins have the same eternal consequence.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, you you're you're going to hell mm-hmm. for one sin, and then after we accept the forgiveness of Jesus you know that's when the the consequences change because the eternal consequence no matter what we've done has been paid
0: depends if you're a tulip or or facts.
2: we're not going there today <laughs> <laughs> or somewhere in the middle
0: that's right, yeah, right? a two axe 3.5 yeah, a a 3. 5. yeah, yeah exactly sorry josh I, but I, so <laughs> like the but yes i hear yeah, you so I'm...
2: so like your accountability changes on your faith journey mhm like what my accountability as a husband and a father is yes. i have more accountability as a husband and a father than i did as a single adult
0: yeah or from husband to also a father yes i mean that yeah yes. that changes Well, and, scripts i'm th- oh, sorry
2: and then even as a employee somewhere mm-hmm. to a pastor mm-hmm. yeah so that's right like to me and this is just my thought process is that with the um Responsibility that God gives us, our accountability and the consequences change. Yeah.
3: Well, we see that
2: in scripture. I don't know the
3: address, but there's a a verse or two somewhere that talk about the you you are now Uh held accountable for what you know. If the gospel has been presented to you, you are now. Responsible exactly. mm-hmm. for it exactly. Yep. It's, it, the ball is in your court. It's so like to speak. dun dun dun. Right? Yeah, I think and it's we,
0: Paul. I'm pretty sure. Right. It and seems, seems like we're Polish. talking about yeah.
3: pre Jesus, pre pre coming to faith in Christ. Oh, we, we're talking about that moment. But then we're talking yeah. about there are two different things. There's mm-hmm. like, pre and post. Yeah, right, right. I mean, obviously. You know, any one sin,
2: mm-hmm. you know, you're is,
3: it, you're, you're, the relationship with God is broken. Yep. Right? Yep. Jesus came to fix that. You place your, We place our Cause, trust in Christ. Because
2: in that aspect, all sins are equal. It doesn't sure. matter if it's the lie or the murder.
3: It's not plural anymore. It's, it's singular. It's sin, yep. right? And yep. so, and then it's at that point, you're, you know, you're not, we're not, it's not like we're counting sins. I don't believe God counts, keeps record wrong, but at, at the same time. You know, sin, the sin problem is a lot larger than yeah. the individual act of yeah. one thing. You know.
0: Well, and Jesus, again, Jesus, quoting him, I mean, Luke, in Luke chapter 12, from everyone who's given much, much will be demanded. Yeah. Like, if you are my follower, like, there is a there is a level of, if, if you know me and my ways, then much is required of you. Um, so you think about it, the more revelation we have about God, the more responsible we are to God. We can't claim, as Paul does write later on, "I didn't know." Yep. We can't claim that. Nope. So, so here's a, a, a second thing that I think makes some sins more serious: is the <clears throat> excuse me, the more we intend to sin, ooh, the more serious the offense. The more that we set out to sin, the more we go. This is what I'm going to do the more serious the offense. Agreed. Versus, I would say, you touched on a moment ago, there's times when you go, oh, shoot, I just, you know, my pride got me, my anger got me, I said the word, I didn't mean to say the word, it came out, versus the, you know what I'm going to do later? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, Mm, the yeah. more serious the offense yeah. and the old testament law gave out lesser punishments for a person who sins unintentionally you re- read this in numbers chapter 15 there were um, pun- lesser punishments for unintentional sins and greater push punishments for those who sinned in the words of scripture defiantly mm-hmm. so like knowing you were going to do this So it just makes you go, oh, okay. So that would be a a reason that some sins are more serious than others than that you set out to commit them. Yeah, yeah. And you think about our human law when you think about, uh, uh, like, what is it, like, second degree or uh, I, I don't know the legal terms, but, like, versus murder Versus unintentional homicide or something like and that. Like you, yeah. yeah. So, ugh.
2: first degree is the worst on on that one.
0: I always get the 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 degrees like the burning. It's, like
2: it's in, opposite. First okay. degree murder is the worst, and third degree burn. burns are the worst. Okay. And then third degree murder oh. is the best of murder.
0: Uh, okay, if that's a, that? <laughs> the best of murder. Wow. Are we? Is that a thing? And then lesser of evils. And then yes, first There degree, you go.
2: And then first degree burn can be like an extreme sunburn.
0: Okay. All right, learn something new today. The more you know. Sure. Um, so here's the third uh, reason that sins can be more serious is that um, th- the greater ripple effect that they have, the greater effect they have going forth. Like it's not, and I've heard, you've you've said this to students a million times, we've said this on Sunday mornings, is your sin doesn't just affect you. Yeah. It affects other people. Mm-hmm. And so if if the sin that you commit has a, a huge ripple effect in lives of other people. That's that's a degree. Um, I think we've all heard the term generational sin. I mean, you just touched on it with David and what God's uh, you know response to him was. Um and you've ar- you've already said this too, Jesse. It, when you think about it, Adam and Eve started started generational sin in some yeah. ways. Yeah. Now, we could definitely go off on a tangent here, and I know there's some teachings and things on generational curses and stuff like that. I I don't want to go there because I'm not prepared for that in my notes. Yeah. But um you find in the second part of Exodus 34, 7, hear these words. It says but I do not excuse the guilty. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children and grandchildren. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. Oof. Mm. Now, keep in mind that's Old Testament law. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's set like, the theology aspect aside for just a moment. Common sense, <laughs> it tells us that Behavior and attitude problems tend to run in families. No doubt. Yeah, just in your background in social work before you went into full time no ministry, yeah, you saw it all the time.
3: No doubt. Uh, you know, we think when we think of uh, when I think of generational issues and problems, I think yep. of alcoholism. Uh, yep. You know, and depression and anxiety, just just the way our our bodies are wired, and mm-hmm. there are things that are have been proven to be genetic and hereditary. Yep. The good news is for the, for the believer is that God can change our very nature. Yes. Like we don't have to be stuck mm-hmm. in a generational issue. Like I've heard students, parents, just people in general say, well, I got my – anger issue from my mama. So well, I'm just
0: always going to be angry. Right. Well, God no, can change you, your nature. You got your red hair from your mama, yeah. but that yeah. anger can be taken care yeah, of. It, can, it if you, can if you allow be. God That's to. That's right. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Like we have these physical characteristics, our height, our weight, our hair color, all that kind of stuff we can take from our... But in the same way, that and and I know you've seen this, I've seen this, there are certain types of sin that can pass from generation to generation, alcohol abuse, drug abuse. I think about sexual abuse that um, that is not it's passed on through the commission of the sin, not because it's hereditary within you to genetically to be someone who abuses sexually. Um, And, and when you think about it, when you look at scripture, it doesn't say how those sins are passed on, but I mean, you look at these addictive behaviors, um, even verbal abuse. I mean, psychological abuse, all these things can be ingrained and, and you see it start to play out. I mean, for all of our wonderful educators. I mean, they see the effects of parenting and grandparenting in the lives of their kids in the classrooms every day. Yeah, day. Yeah. They're going to see it big time when school starts back because those kids have been within environments over the last three months that are not safe, that are not the best. And, and they spend a, a semester, a school year... <laughs> Trying to, to love that out of them and to, to help them. Yeah. And I, I just think of your, your wife, Justin. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I know the stories she comes home with home that with just rock her hard. but
2: Shoot, I th- I think we could probably even look at our own kids and see uh, mm-hmm. like Adeline's clear as day has got my streak of pride in her.
0: Yeah. Mallory's a weirdo, so she gets that from Drew, obviously. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no comment, but I will <laughs> –
3: I will say that. Um, <laughs> no
0: comment I, about my family. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I do remember praying is when my son, my almost 18 year old son, Ooh. was a baby. I remember praying that God would give him all my good traits and none of my bad. Oh so, yes, yes, uh, yep. Same prayer. Let him have that. all the good things about yep. me and, yep. let him, and keep him, protect him from all the mm. not good things.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's and that's so we have this. I, what I do want to reiterate, and, and we find this in Romans 10, is that none of this should be viewed in terms of an irreversible curse. Right. It is not. Spiritual deliverance is available nice. to everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. Yeah. I mean, it is there. Yeah, that grace of God covers even to the generations behind us. And so now remember the, the first part of Exodus 34 7, um, <clears throat> or the second part said, I do not excuse the guilty. I lay the sins of the parents and the children and grandchildren. The entire family is affected, even to the third and fourth generations. But now hear the first part of verse 7 of Exodus 34. It says, I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin. Praise the Lord. It's Praise interesting Lord. that you
3: quoted that from Exodus. That was a part of the the David series, mm, that that, yeah. that scripture was in there That's when, it, in that. when it came to David's mm-hmm. sin problems, right? Yep. It was talking about how there's immediate consequence, prepackaged, and then there are going to be some long-lasting things with mm-hmm. David's household. But, and at the same time, in the very same next breath, God's like, but I'm a God rich in, who's rich in mercy. Yes. It's like the mercy and the consequence are even like married. Their mm-hmm. mercy and justice, mm-hmm. as the Bible would say, yep. are married. Yet even the... Judgment and the, you know, the the discipline of God is bathed in the mercy. deserved punishment right.
0: and discipline is bathed in in mercy yeah. and grace. Yeah, oh, yeah, because the whole, I mean. Why are why would we even be here? Why are we here on this earth if it's not if if it's not just covered in grace and mercy? You yeah. know, like why are we even here? So, now I don't I don't want to go here, but I'm going to. Um, <laughs> not just generational sin, but the sin of spiritual leaders. Ooh. There can be ripple effects from from people yeah. in leadership who sin. And, and I'm not—and and yes, spiritually, but I would also say in any manner, you know, if you're a teacher, you know, if you are a coach, you know, if you have these roles in which you are guiding people, leading people, but let's—I mean, yes, also spiritually, I mean, mm-hmm. here's what James says about pastors— um, not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. James 3, whether we like that or not is true, and it is true. And there's times when I do not like that. Yeah. But then there's times when it's, uh, but it's, it's the reality.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'd love to be like, hey, don't, don't you hold me to a different standard? Oh, wait. I I have chosen, chosen a calling that has a different standard. Yep.
3: I hate to keep harping back on David, but I'm in David mode. No, can, it, go for it. So much of this, like because of the he's position, he's a spiritual leader. Because of the position, <laughs> and not just that, the he anointed king. Yes, like, that's what. Yeah. The I mean, God made a covenant with this man yeah. to bring about the birth of Jesus. Right. I mean,
0: next to Jesus, this is like the the most written about guy yeah. in all of Scripture. <laughs> right. right? 66 the, yeah. chapters
3: are are dedicated to him, mm-hmm. and like. How many? Sixty six. No, nobody's written about more. Wow. Yeah. Apart from the Lord mm. than, yeah. than David in yeah. Scripture, and with that, I mean, you you have a lot to live up to. You he he had more responsibility on yes, him. He did. So when he fell, it wasn't just. Hard. It was magnanimous. Yeah. And God said no because you fall, the whole nation, the whole nation suffers when you uh, suffer when you do something. Yeah. All of Israel will suffer because of it. Yeah. So Yeah. Oof. It's yeah. A warning to pastors and teachers and it is. coaches and leaders. It is. Presidents. Politicians. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Heads of family.
2: Heads of family.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's, that's, if you are in leadership. Right. right. What,
2: to whatever extent it is leadership. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the, like, you try to pass the buck because you're not like, you're not the pastor or you're not a coach or you're not the president or something like that, but whether you know it or not there are people that look to you for leadership yeah like there's very few people that yeah. aren't a leader in some aspect
0: yeah. yeah and you when you think about the the i mean i don't even i don't even want to take the time to go into the church leader scandals that have gone on in the last i mean you could even say in the last 1 year yeah. but you could go back 10 years and just go the the effect that pastoral sins have had on congregations and communities is is pretty Pretty bad. It is is pretty bad. I was doing some reading last night. and I was just like, it was kind of depressing. So I was like, I don't even want to go there. So, and I knew we were going to talk about Jesus's life, and I'd much rather talk about Jesus's life versus the the spiritual collateral damage that has been, you know, yeah. And that side just says it all. I hope I hope that picked it up, (laughs) Justin. Just just,
3: you know, I think this all the time. Allison and I talk about all the time. We we just have to. Number one, we want we're asking people to. Please pray for your your leaders and your pastors yes. and your teachers and please, your, your please, politicians, please. and please pray for them. Like yep. and, and obviously, it's up to us to put things in place to, to guard our hearts yes. and guard our minds. Yes.
0: Yep. For sure. For sure. And I love, I, we were not even going to go here, but you mentioned prayer. I love something that we are wanting, that you has really been on your heart big time, is to... You want to mention that?
3: Yeah, um, we we want to start a prayer ministry here, and you know, um, there's one requirement for the house of God in Scripture, and it says, "My house will be called a house of prayer, not worship songs, not even a not even preaching." Yeah, right. My house will be called a house of prayer, and I think about the, obviously the Spurgeon, mm-hmm. C.H. Spurgeon story, where it's it's probably legend, but it's Dwight I Moody, yeah, yeah. Came, flew over to visit uh, Charles Spurgeon in his church, he said, let me see this awesome sanctuary I keep hearing about. Let me see, I hear it, it's beautiful. And he said, no, you don't want to see that. You need to go come down, I'll, I'll, I'll take you somewhere. And he takes him down into the basement where a boiler room,
1: mm-hmm.
3: he opens the door and there are <laughs> men all over the place on their knees praying. Mm-hmm. And it's in the middle of the week, he said, if anything good happens up there, it's going to start here <laughs> yeah. with men on their, with people on their knees. And yeah. I thought, man, that is a powerful image. And I thought, what if we... Did that here, Mm -hmm. and so the idea is to have a prayer covering Mm -hmm. on Sunday mornings, say between the hours of eight thirty and twelve thirty, where people are taking thirty minute intervals or signing up to do that and to praying and to to sacrifice a Sunday or a thirty minute window on their Sunday to cover our services and and cover the leaders, the leaders. From volunteers, children to yes, volunteers to band to tech to pastors to uh, yes. everybody on campus that steps foot on that campus, they're they're covered in prayer. Amen. So I love that. Amen. I just uh, it's been on my heart for a couple of years, and I you know it's up. I guess apathy, well, or like the light right timing or whatever. Yeah, but. and
0: I do think you know I, I kind of beat myself up sometimes about like community groups. You know, like yeah. we just filmed like the announcements for Sunday, and it was like one of the takes because I kind of messed up was like. You know, I've really wanted to do this, and but you know, COVID came. And it kind of knocked our legs out from under us. And there's this part of me that kind of goes, "Oh, I feel bad that we haven't done yeah. that. You know, yeah. We haven't done this, this, and this more, yeah. or better, or more intentionally." But I do think there's timing, and you know, mm-hmm. we're going to be faithful. We said from way back when we're gonna we're gonna keep it simple. We yeah. want to do it with excellence, and we want to review it. And then as we do that, we can add these things in that are just so important. But back to the point of the whole reason we mentioned that is those safeguards that you mentioned to for leaders. Like we have, we, there is a higher expectation, a higher standard. I need to put that there because people can have expectations, whether they're founded on scripture or not, but let's go with what scripture says. Yeah. There's a higher standard right? and we need to be held to that. And, um, yes, but we also want to live into it. And, and mm-hmm. so being prayed for is so incredibly important. Um, one of the things, just to just to tie that little section up there uh, as we close out, um, but you know when when leaders mess up, um, the way of truth, as Second Peter says, Second uh, Peter chapter two says it's the gospel is brought into disrepute. Ugh! I made sure I used that version, like scandal, like ugh. I mean, it makes yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. I don't know, that might need to be another episode for another time. Oh, but man, I don't how know heavy is that? Yeah. Like,
3: we, we are, we are yeah. literally undercutting the gospel message. Mm-hmm. In our lives, if we, you know, yeah. if we're not careful, like every,
0: and again, I go. I every time you talk about this prepackaged sin and consequence thing, I just mentioned that I just picture this giant vending machine, and it's like, do you want the tuna salad or the ham salad? Which, first of all, why are you getting those things from a vending machine? I don't know, but anyway, Terrible. those why are going to have, you have eat consequences. Ham salad anyway. yes, gas Different. station sushi. <laughs>
1: Bucky's. I take have yet. I've yet
0: oh, to amazing. go to Bucky's. Yeah. It's worth it. Now there is a. I think I would call this a Bucky's Junior. That's in between wh- from when we drive from Valdosta to St. George, which is where we go, yeah. and it's called Rockies, and um, it's like a. <laughs> I Knock think it's, it's well, and it's, I don't know. Sounds, instead like, of a beaver, it is. Sounds a like a beaver, it's got a woodchuck.
3: Copyright infringement, yeah. You know, shift.
0: Well, there's no <laughs> sure giant buck teeth, and there's no like beaver or whatever, so I, I don't a know. Instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a woodchuck with smaller squirrel. teeth. Yeah. A squirrel. Yeah. Just little Chibon. tiny teeth. But uh, <laughs> anyway, but uh, where did we go with that? I don't even know. Disrepute. Disrepute and scandal. I don't and know buggies. how we... Oh, yeah. The prepackaged. Yeah. So it's like, I just think about that, Justin, like with everything as a leader, like it when every word ever uttered by a particular leader, when they sin, it doesn't, it, I mean, I mean, God's word goes. God's word's going to go. It's not going to come back void. It's going to do what it's going to do. Yeah. But then you think about all those other that just get just taken away, like the diminished. And you see it, like you see yeah. it. Yeah. And, and you see people walk away. And, yeah. But uh, you also
3: see people maybe on the fringes go, see, I told, told you, you so. I told you this stuff yeah. was fake. Yep. I told you that has yep. to be a catch. No one can, you know what I mean? It's like, so yeah. abo- the, I think of above reproach, living above
0: reproach. Yep. You know, yep. you know, I'm going to ha- go pray after this that to so make sure. Yeah, me I'm too. <laughs> I just feel like, oh wow. gosh. Me too. So, in conclusion, because we just tied all of that up so neatly. <laughs> Um, I would say not all sins are equal based on my understanding of Scripture and our reading of this. Each sin and each sinner is a unique situation uh, with its own context, but this is the important part. Each sin has the same cure, and that is God's forgiveness through Jesus Christ. Yeah,
3: an equal cure.
0: Equal he, cure. Any sin, anywhere, Thank anytime you, can Lord.
3: be can, yeah. it's covered in the blood of Jesus. Amen. Right? Like that's, Amen. That's, so, so yes and no, right? Exactly. It is yes and no. Yeah.
0: All sins are equally forgiven right. if through Jesus Christ, sure. all sins do not have the same consequences. No. Oof. Right. So there you go. So clear as mud for you there, clear as mud. Uh, Lily, and all others who are listening. And... um, Justin, thanks for hanging out. Oh, on the I love it. I love we'll it. Definitely have you Anytime. back in. And um, anything else we need to touch on before we say goodbye, Josh? Jesus is life. Go to theporchcc.com, register. We need drivers. Help yes, us out. Yes, we need
2: help. And, and if you're
3: uh, maybe have you. a,
2: a host home or two, if you're thinking Heck, about yeah. opening your home, we need those two. Yeah. Um. Shannon mentioned uh, launching of community groups. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're coming.
2: They're coming. Uh, Registration (laughs) should be out next Monday. Yep. Um, If it's not, it will be. It
0: will be soon Uh, thereafter.
2: Um, If it's
0: not, just wait longer.
2: Yeah. So, But be in prayer on how you can join a community group.
0: Because here's the thing. I I don't mean to interrupt you, but it is something that I do often. So God bless (laughs) you for letting me do that. But the conversation that you listener just heard me and Josh and Justin have is exactly what can take place in a community group. Yep, no we yep. don't have it all figured out. Nope. We got Bibles. We got Googles. We got experience. We got books. We got things like what we have, and you come together and you talk about God's word. Yep. Yeah. This is basically we just modeled what a community group yep, could look like for, for you. Sure. So it's not impossible. So all right, I'll let you go back to what you were going to say. Um,
2: the <laughs> out. Worshiping together is so important as uh, walking in our faith, but coming together outside of uh, corporate worship Mm -hmm. on a Sunday morning Mm -hmm. is the most important thing you can do in your faith journey.
0: Yep, yep. Uh,
2: Bar none. It's where the good stuff happens. Yep, yep,
0: yep. I think Sunday's like a a celebration of what goes on outside of, to me.
2: And I can probably honestly say that no one around this table would be here without some form of a community group. Oh without,
3: yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, and, and I hear this a lot, Shannon, like, you Know if someone, if the only experience they're having is on a Sunday morning,
2: You're
0: missing
3: they're missing because th- that sermon is not going to scratch the itch for Mm-mm. them. Nope, Mm-mm. the me- that that worship time is not going to do it. It's mm-hmm. got you've got it. That if that's anything, that's the base level. if it anything, the message
0: should make you itch, it should make yeah. you it, right, right, and the worship should make <laughs> right. you go, Man, that can't, time in the presence of God, away, I want more of that. You can't know,
3: walk away putting it on. You or me yep. or someone else to say, yep. you know, what exactly. I didn't get all that I needed. No. Well, of course you didn't. It's not designed yeah. for that. The community groups, the one-on-ones, yep. the mentor, all that stuff yep. is where the, the good stuff happens, yep. so. mm-hmm. for sure.
0: So hey, when community groups uh, stuff launches, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it on August fifteenth. That'll be the week after Jesus's life, and then that next day, August sixteenth is we're gonna make our community group information live and you can go online the and uh, read about it find out groups days weeks uh, what mm. days of the week um, is the child care all that good stuff um, and and we got students groups that meet as well so it's mm-hmm. not just a an adult thing so and if you're listening and going man
2: they hit on community group so much yep and you haven't tried it try it <laughs> you'll, you'll know why we hit there, on it so much. There, That's right. There's a reason. Like it is yeah. so yeah. faith walk changing. It's yeah, amazing. It. I can't put into words how much community groups have affected my life. Uh, qu- I mean, quick two minute story. I was I was working a job where I would I couldn't go to church on Sundays.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: But I was able to go to a community group every week,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that is what kept my faith journey going because. Sunday wasn't an option. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: yep. it, we hadn't got to the point where you could, I mean, you could get a DVD, but you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't get the church services like you could. Can you say to Publix? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You get a oh, cassette tape and listen in. Yeah. So <laughs> when, I, when I was working in the grocery store, I like a community group is what kept the lifeblood of my faith journey going. And it is, and my faith journey is stronger because of the community group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I've been in.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, Porch Community. There's that word again. Yep. Uh, we love you guys, and we thank you for listening. And and uh, as always, um, you know, share this. Let people know if we had a conversation about sin that you know has come up. That you know someone's thinking about. Um, give this to them uh, we want people to know Jesus that's why we call us the 167 because we want to help you and give you something to think about and to ponder uh, away from like we just said away from the time at church so Justin sure. thanks for being here welcome Josh thank you for all the all thanks that you do yeah thanks for having me yeah it's good to be always good. fun so all right guys we will talk to you next week and hopefully see you on Sunday
2: see you bye.
0: bye
1: You've been listening to the 167 podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.
0: Jesus quoting him, I mean, Luke in Luke chapter 12, from everyone.